Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to Everything Iconic. I'm Danny Pellegrino. Today on the show, we have June Diane Raphael. Now, I know many of you might be expecting a Vanderpump Rules recap. However, there was no new traditional Vanderpump Rules episode this week. There was a Secrets Revealed episode, and I have to draw the line somewhere. We will not be recapping that, although I will watch it. I haven't watched it yet, but I will watch it. But in lieu of that, I do have June Diane. And June Diane is amazing, hilarious, wonderful. You might know her from Grace and Frankie. She also co-hosts the podcast, How Did This Get Made? Uh, She appears on Bitch Sesh quite often, which if you haven't listened to that, check that out. She's wonderful. And she's in a new movie called The High Note with Tracy Ellis Ross and Dakota Johnson, which I got to see a sneak preview of, and I loved it. Sort of like a musical comedy. The music is fantastic. It comes out on demand on Friday. And right now, I feel like in these dark and uncertain times, we need these kind of movies now more than ever. We need these comforty food movies. That's all I've been watching lately, quite frankly. I've been watching just movies from the 90s, early 2000s, just these movies that I've seen a million times. I just watched Little Giants the other day. I watched Now and Then. I watched Casper. Every Christina Ricci performance from the 90s I've seen in the past week or so. I also watched the Back to the Future movies. I watched the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids movies. I've just been Diving back into those movies that make me feel good. And I'll tell you what, this High Note movie really did make me feel good, too. So check it out on Demand Friday. I loved it. I'm not even just saying that, you guys. I really did, I really did love it. Um, by the way, this is neither here nor there, but I watched the third Honey, I Shrunk the Kid movie, which it's when the parents shrink themselves. And it was made for TV. And I just have to say it's wild. It's on the Disney Plus app. And it's uh, very unhinged. And most of the scenes are just Rick Moranis in front of a green screen. And at least in the first Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, they tried to pretend that they were in the wild. You know, they built sets that were, you know, practical sets where you could see like a big ass ant running around, you know. (laughs) By the way, in the first one, when the ant dies, woo, I cried. I cried. I still do to this day. Um, But that's not the point. The point is, in the third one, they don't even bother to try to do anything with effects. They just put them in front of a green screen. And so it's it's truly uh, something to behold. I encourage you all to check it out again um, because it's not good. It's not. Um, it's not not well made. But check it out. Check it out. And check out The High Note, which is an actually well-made movie. And I hope you guys all enjoy it. June Diane, we talked all about Bravo. She's well-versed in our Bravo language. And I could have talked to her for hours. She had limited time, but I would have talked to her for 100 more hours. Uh, I will leave you with my chat with June Diane. We'll be back later this week with recaps of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, The Real Housewives of New York. And uh, if you want to buy any of the t-shirts that we have for Everything Iconic, go to everythingiconic.store. We also have wine glasses that say bed wine, and we have pop sockets that say Queen Icon Legend. All sorts of wonderful merch over at everythingiconic.store. You could find me on social media at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram. 
subscribe to the podcast, head on over to the YouTube channel, which is new. The YouTube channel is youtube.com slash Danny Pellegrino and the number one. I love you all so much for listening. I'll leave you with this chat with June Diane Raphael. Go watch The High Note on Friday when it comes out on demand. Love you all. Oh, I'm also going to play a little clip from the trailer here so you guys get an idea what The High Note is about. I grew up around music. It's my whole world. If you told 12-year-old me that one day I'd be working for Grace Davis, she's an icon. This woman doesn't even know your last name. She does, sometimes. I'm not going to tell you guys you're great if you're not great. Do it again. Damn, the girls still give me goosebumps. Well, Grace, have you thought any more about the Vegas residency? Actually, I think it's time I record a new album. I mean, that's one plan. What am I supposed to say to her? I'm just a personal assistant, but I'd love to produce your music. Let me do my job and you do yours, which is get her coffee, Kleenex, Kotex, and whatever else the hell we've been paying you to do for the last six months. I've been here for three years. You get paid? I thought you were an intern. My life is a joke! It's really bleak out there for middle-aged singers. In the history of music, only five women over 40 have ever had a number one hit. And only one of them was black. I know everyone is happy with me doing the same show every night. What if there's something more? Grace, I didn't want to tell you or Jack, but I did a cut of your song. Hey, hey, I can hear y'all. Y'all know it's a damn microphone in there, right? Hello. Hi, June Diane. Hello. Hi, it's Danny Pellegrino. How are you? Hi, Danny Pellegrino. I'm great. How are you? I'm I'm doing okay. Um, is yeah, are I you good? I'm not great. I'm doing okay. <laughs> right. I know. I I'm I feel the same way. <laughs> we're all just saying great, but I we're answered in... way too quickly. Right. <laughs> are you uh, are you stationed in Los Angeles right now, or where are you at? Yes, I'm sheltering at home in Los Angeles. Yeah. Uh, are, how are you keeping sane with all of this? Are you barely? Are you, barely? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm really doing. I, I really am doing okay. I think that you know, it's a total privilege to be able to shelter at home, and I recognize that. And also, I think that this this crisis has 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 re- really shed a light on just how undervalued caretaking is in this country, and you know, um, and, and certainly lots of things. But I'm trying to find as equitable a split in the day with my husband as possible. And, you know, we are doing it. I was just telling a friend who's uh, with her husband, I was like, you guys can't work at the same kitchen table right now. Like they were at the same table. I'm like, go to a different room for the rest of the day. Like you can't be together. I have a friend who's just been going to um, sit in his car. uh, Do what you got to do. yeah, like that's an office, and he's like, "I have a hot spot, and and that's where I go." <laughs> <laughs> Whatever gets you through it. Uh, and speaking of getting through it, uh, this is a hard shift. But the high note, I got to see oh, a sneak of it. Beautiful segue. Uh, yes, I'm a professional, but they, it was so good. Like it was just it truly like a. It, it's so fun. It's it's smart, and I I. I loved it. I just really, really oh, loved me it. Me too. I feel the same, and I, I'm like, I think it's such. It's going to be such a gift for people during this time because it is. I feel like you walk out, or you you will not walk out because you'll be in your <laughs> walk own out home. of your living room. Right, you will walk out of your living room into your <laughs> into your bedroom, <laughs> and you will feel good. Yeah. Um, 
And I don't, I think, I think people are going to love that right now. It's just, it's, it's just, so needed. Just a special movie and it just gives you a real lift. Yeah. I've been listening to Tracy Ellis's, the single that was released too, like on repeat. And it's, I find it, it's like inspiring and dramatic. I'm like singing in the shower and just, uh, I know it's some exactly that song. And I, you know, I had one of the first times I was in the makeup trailer for the movie. I, um, they were, she had recorded a lot of those tracks early before they started filming. And most of my scenes were shot the first week, but I, I was, someone put it on and I was listening to it. I was like, Oh wow. Who is this? Um, who, who is this singer? The star. She's incredible. They're like, Oh, that's Tracy. I was like, what? I was so deeply confused. And then because Tracy in her own right is such a gifted, talented performer mm-hmm. and such a star, truly a light and I was like, oh, that's so interesting that she can sing that well, not putting together at all, of course, her genes and, of course. and lineage. Yeah. Um, you, you're, referring you're referring to you're referring to Ashley Simpson being her sister-in-law, right? Of course, right. <laughs> of course, because, you know, that that jumped right over. <laughs> oh, man. Did Diana, uh, her mom, Diana Ross, ever come to set at all? Or did you get well, to? Well, I was only there the first week, so I did not see her. Yeah. But, um. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I can't even imagine the two of them together because Tracy in and of herself, you know, there, there's just some, there's just some actors you work with and they, they walk onto the set and just people, it, they elevate the proceedings and right. they bring a certain, you know, professionalism and positivity and just like, Oh, we're, we're here to be excellent. And Tracy has that. So I, I don't know. I think we would all melt down if both of them, if we were in both of their presences. Yeah, it'd be too much. It'd be too it much. It would be way too much. Uh, June Diane, I want to talk a little bit more about that later. But uh, in the meantime, do you mind if I ask you some Bravo stuff? Of course. Because of course, all of us love you on Bitch Sesh all the time, and we love Casey and Danielle so much. But you're such a favorite guest on there, and so uh, uh-huh. are you watching all of the? Fr- are you watching New York, Beverly Hills right now? I'm watching everything. I'm probably about a week behind, just full disclosure. But sure. I am, I am. Um, you know, we needed we needed both of those regions during this time to be yeah. airing. That was really necessary. That was a, like a public service. Yeah, yeah. What are you thinking of Beverly Hills right now? Are you liking uh, Sutton and Garcelle? I love loving. I mean, she's a breath of fresh. I love the email she wrote. I mean, I feel her very deeply. Like, I'm just enjoying her. I'm enjoying the skirts. I'm just enjoying her. (laughs) That that email situation was wild. (laughs) It was wild, but, like, I get it. Like, Mm -hmm. I I have, you know, I'm not to get too into astrology, but I'm a Scorpio rising. So it's like I totally understand that feeling of, like, I'm going to – I have this instinct and I am a thousand percent going to act on it. <laughs> like send, send. Uh, it's just hilarious to me. And, and I feel like the only thing I would wish about a Garcelle is like, I want to meet, I want more of that Garcelle. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like we've, we are now meeting her when she's further on in her evolution. But the nice thing about housewives is like, you know, they're all going to get broken down. So they're all going to reveal right. 
you know, mm. uh, their past selves and, and their, their sort of less disciplined selves at some point. So that's yeah, the good news. I, I feel like season two of All Housewives, when they join, their their second season is always much better, much more unhinged. Yes. I think uh, it's interesting to me with Sutton because it's her first season. I feel like she came in unhinged. So that <laughs> was that was an interesting <laughs> thing to me because it was just not expected. Uh I, I'm into can't it. make heads or tails of Sutton. Like, if right now you told me, like, Sutton's 85 years old, I'd be like, sure, <laughs> that sounds right. You know what I mean? There's something there's something very odd about her. There's something, like, it, it seems like she just, like, walked out of an oil painting. Like, there's just something I can't connect her to a cultural touchstone or time and place. It's very – it is it is the strangest feeling. Right. Um, it's like she has this, you know, sometimes like now I'm seeing a lot of these gyms and hair salons are putting up this film in between people. And I feel that way so they can work out and get their things done. <laughs> and I'm feeling that way about Sutton. Like there's this film around her, right. um, this like Vaseline that is just bizarre and totally like contrasting to someone like Denise or Teddy. Like it just seems yes. like they would have never been in the same room together. Uh, yes. until they were cast on this TV show. And I, I'm enjoying that. I'm really enjoying that. I mean, I, oh God, not to get too into, because I'm going to go back on Bitch Sesh the first week of June, but I'd like to spend, I'm going to need to spend some quality time with Danielle and Casey just talking about Sutton's home. Sure. Because I have some major questions. And there's just things that don't line up. Yeah. You know, I was watching her on Watch What Happens Live, and she was at her home, and Andy was like asking her questions about the house. And uh, she was throwing shade at like Lisa Rinna's house. And she said that she's got a gym in the basement and the layout of her place seemed to make very little sense to me. Uh, so I would like to, but I don't think we're going to see much footage from her house. We're I don't think so either. Right? I only saw, I, I don't know if it was Kyle. I don't know who went over there, but I only saw that. And they sat in that strange dining room and it's all so stuffy and I, I mean, I just don't understand any of it. I will say I am so glad we are out of Dorit's old house, that <sighs> architectural fucking mm -hmm. nightmare um, that was her house last season. But wait, do you watch Vander? Do you season. watch Vanderpump Rules too? Yeah, I know she's now living in a Vanderpump house. Okay, and okay, it's yeah, yeah. Equally, like it's just it's just it is that new LA like farmhouse design that is is also terrible. Don't get me wrong, but. <laughs> The other house she lived in, the angles of it, the lines of it, it looked. I don't think oh, I've even recognized. I don't even think I remember Dorit's original house because I think she came on board when Eileen was still on the show. And Eileen's house was such an assault on my eyes that like anyone else's <laughs> house, it was just like I everyone else's house seemed normal. Do yourself a favor and g Google just some exterior shots of Dorit's okay. old house. It is the most unappealing structure you could ever find. Oh my god! It, I need it, I need to do it's that. It's just really so terrible. What do you make of her doing the Buca de Beppo? I'm. <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy. Insanity. You know, it's it's interesting. Like I'm so I always like so intrigued by the businesses and, and the stuff they start hawking on these shows, and I feel like this is this is really not the right move for Dorit. Like I'm, uh, what I would love is like a line of hair accessories. Like keep, I think the bathing suit is like totally on brand for her. But mm. this, it seems so strange. And I I was just 
I was saying like they always tend to follow each other. Like usually when one does a hair care business, then the other housewives do a hair care business. Yes. So I'm like, who's going to be designing a room at Fuddruckers next? Is it going to be Erica Jane? Like what's happening next? Because this is going to snowball June Diane. Well, I know. And, and, and here's the thing about Zarit, like she, her, her husband, they're, they don't have um, – I, I really do feel like it is it is sort of a house of cards. Their finance is a house of cards. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a shit show. And um, When they do know, those confessionals like together. What's that? When they do those confessionals together. Ooh, it's chilling. Chilling. Mm, chilling. <laughs> chilling. Chilling. Yeah. Yeah. With the hat. Yeah. Okay. What do you uh, – what about the Denise and Brandy drama? You were just on Watch What Happens Live with Denise, right? I was now granted I'm a week behind, so I don't know. Yeah. I actually don't know. What it happened. hasn't happened yet. It's just okay, been it in the press. Yet. I mean, I love Denise. I am fascinated by it all. Like I also, you know, I, I, I'm sure like Denise is pretty freaky and I think that's great. And right. I have a feeling it, it's probably all consensual and above board. And, you know, Aaron is like, um, <laughs> I know I said this on Watch What Happens Live, but he's really just like let it go, <laughs> and I do think like Denise is trying to hold it down, mm-hmm. and I don't know if that means including Brandy to to for Aaron or just for herself or or what, but um, Big Dick you know, Aaron I'm, is truly a character for uh, someone I haven't seen on these shows in a while when he was giving that speech at dinner about I don't know the energy or whatever fuck that was. Again, who was following them? <laughs> we need, oh my God, we need the answers. We need the I answers. I need the answers. And you know what? Ultimately, it's like seeing two people who are, who are God love them, like not the brightest bulbs, mm-hmm. you know, work each other up into conspiracy theories and, and whatnot. And it's just it's so hilarious to me. Also, by the way, it was likely just the Bravo production crew following him in a car behind them, getting some footage oh of God, them going to the so dinner funny. party. That is so funny. I mean, they're both so stoned all the time. And Mauricio, too. Mauricio hasn't been on camera once where he hasn't been high as a kite. I mean, again, I don't think Mauricio is that bright. I think he's he's a beautiful man and um, and and just not that smart. And that's OK. Yeah. You know, that's OK. I want to jump to New York. What are you making of Leah so far? Loving Leah. Yeah. Loving, yeah. loving, loving her. I like I can't like nail down her accent and her voice and she barely opens up her mouth, but I I love her. I love her relationship with her ex. I love I'm so curious about her. Yeah. Um she you know, seems so comfortable in her skin off the bat, which is rare too yes. for a first season housewife. Like she doesn't seem trepidatious in scenes. She doesn't seem worried about getting in the mix. She's just totally confident. I mean, the Hamptons fight between her and Sonia, that was one of the finest moments of television I've ever seen. So good. It was so I good. I have ever seen. I rewound it. I watched it again. It was perfect. <laughs> and when she was throwing down the tiki torches and saying, I don't like these. And, you know, it was just um, a performance. It was really quite wonderful. Yeah. And then sitting with Sonia while she's on the the toilet i mean it was just the shift you know, in that Roxanne bathroom said this about these characters so i'm 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 
I'm going to like cite her, but it is really true that I think so much of the fascination, especially for, for women is why bitch sesh has such a wonderful community around it. It's like, we, we, we really rarely get to see women age and behaving mm-hmm. badly and like another path for ourselves. That's out. That's, that's outrageous. That's not disciplined. That's, that's really, um, outside of the norm. And I think there's something that like we really crave in seeing these women who are not in their twenties. This is not a CW show. This is like the, all of these women are 40, 50 plus and we're here for it and we're watching and we love the styles and all of it. I mean, I always come back to like that being the core reason why I'm so fascinated and like such a consumer. Sure. You know, I was watching Beverly Hills and there was a scene where Denise was talking to her daughter, Sammy before a homecoming dance or something. And I was, I realized like in a a moment of reflection, I was like, I don't watch shows with younger people or younger women anymore. I'm I'm not interested. I was like, I don't, the daughter was talking about like coloring her hair or something. I'm like, I need to put on an episode of euphoria or something because I don't even know what the kids do these days. Yeah, all I, know, I do I is consume same. old ladies, and I love it. I love it. Yeah. I have no interest. I mean, because there's just the stakes aren't there. Right. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stressors, both big and small. Sometimes the small stressors are the worst for me because I cannot stop thinking about them when I'm trying to sleep or when I'm trying to go about my day. I keep those little things bottled up and it can start to affect me negatively. Now, therapy is a safe space to get those things off of my chest and figure out how to work through all that stuff. And if you've never benefited from therapy, I think it's time you explore. I think anyone can be helped by going to a professional therapist. It's so incredibly helpful to get those coping skills skills and uh, deal with those stressors. So uh, if you're thinking of starting therapy, you can give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be super convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you got to do is fill out this quick, brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge, which I think is so important. uh, So that way you find someone that you work well with. Now, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Everything Iconic today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Everything Iconic. Oh, I love that sound, don't you? And that's the sound you're going to hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Uh, we use it here at Everything Iconic. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling all your business complexity, no matter how big you grow. I think it's fantastic. You're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache, but Shopify's app store has the migration apps you need to migrate all of your products, your orders, your customers, and more uh, from every major e-commerce platform all the way to Shopify. And I always hate when I'm shopping online and I have to re-enter all of my information. Well, Shopify store remembers your shipping address, your payment information. So if you're on the couch and your wallet's on the kitchen counter, you don't have to get up, which is nice. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash everything iconic, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash everything iconic. Shopify, S-H-O-P-I-F-Y dot com slash everything iconic. Speaking of older women, Orange County, Vicky's gone. I know you love Vicky. 
Are you, how are you feeling about this upcoming with seasonless Vicky? I mean, I'm not, you know, I love Vicky and I, I don't think she's gone forever. Right. She'll pop I just back don't in. see it. I think so. I think so. I will say, I think that's that this marriage is not going to last because I think so much of it has been about performing this, mm. this relationship for TV and, and Vicky is constantly performing Vicky. Mm. Um, and like, I've never seen them share the two of them share a moment together, right. you know, share a laugh, share a sense of connection and chemistry. Like they just are like these two paper doll figures with each other. And so I do wonder what's happening, especially in quarantine with Vicky and her man, because um, I think she, she has not had to really, really sit with him. Mm. A lot of these couples, June and I wonder in quarantine, like imagine Erica Girardi and Tom, like what are they talking about during quarantine? Are they watching John Wayne movies? Like what are they watching? (laughs) What are they doing? Uh, I, I don't I mean, know. I actually think they're doing fine. I love seeing them together. I, I when she got the contract for Chicago, and he popped up. I mean, I think that they are a very sweet couple. And mm-hmm. I, you know, I love that scene with Garcelle where you really see why Erica loves this man. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm all about them. I feel like they have made concessions. Of course, she's made concessions. And, um, but I really think it, it, it works. Right. Uh, I asked about Vicky, where do you land on Tamara? Did you ever care for Tamara? What was your, no, never. Yeah. I mean, Tamara was always, yeah, I just, um, I, I'm just not that interested. I don't know. I find her and Eddie to be corny as hell. And, um, I'm just not that interested in Tamara. Yeah. I'm glad she got out of that relationship with Simon. I mean, he was the devil, awful. but, um, awful, awful. Uh, yeah. okay. Vanderpump rules. I-, I haven't loved this season at all. What do you think? It, what, what happens next? What would, do you have any preference? It's interesting. On- I guess so many of them settle into domesticity. I'm, I'm, I'm not enjoying it as much. Yeah. You know, I don't know that I really want to see these people married off and like buying furniture and in these these houses and being so proud of their kitchen islands. Like, it's just not that interesting to me. Um, and families, and I, too. I don't if... know about the new cast. I do like Dana. I do. Okay. Okay. Um, That's interesting. But yeah, I do like her and I connect to her. But um, I feel like I I'd like Dana more if she if she didn't have to do those weird storylines with Brett and Max. I think I would like Dana. Yeah, I know. I mean, Brett is ridiculous and they are not matched and, and that just needs to end. Um, right. I, I actually think she's, I think the women, the new women, well, really just Dana, but I think the new men are, are not appealing and not right. No, get them off. Get them off. Yeah. Uh, your husband, Paul, had mentioned on Bitch Sess that he was watching Summer House. Did you get into it too or did you... Uh... You know, not. I never. So I watched one episode with him and I was really confused. I also felt like, is this found footage? Like it didn't <laughs> seem like it was cut together like a Bravo show and lit and like. It's a, like, dif- it's a different kind of show. It is a different kind of show. And I felt like it did not meet my Bravo standards. Right. So I, um, I felt like I was constantly in like security camera footage and (laughs) I was like, are we ever going to (laughs) see, you know, and also there was something so 
again, I think I'm not that interested in younger people, sure. unfortunately. Um, and, and I feel that way about Vanderpump, although I do watch it, but I, if Lisa wasn't there, I don't know that I would, uh, oh, I'm just more interested in the elderly. Uh, Lisa was doing a lot of tie work this season on Vanderpump Rules. I felt like every se- scene she was in, she had a new tie on that was bedazzled <laughs> to the brim. It was just like, <laughs> you know what though? Like I will give it to her when she wears those high waisted skirts um, and little blouses. Like she looks fucking great. Right, she looks great. She yeah. really does. Right, right. Uh, June Diane, I want to talk a little bit more about High Note. So you play uh, Tracy Ellis Ross's character Grace. You're the, her assistant, her old assistant who still lives at her home. Uh, Tell me about the character. Talk about the movie a little bit. So, you know, when I first read the script, I loved it. But then I had a, a, a conversation with Nisha, the director, where she talked to me about the part. And we were able to very quickly really collaborate on something that, that wasn't necessarily on the page right away. And it was, I don't know, when you can have those experiences where you really feel like you're bringing something to the film. and and You were so um, funny. Design of the character is just exciting and fun. And, and I remember one of the things we talked about right away was I said to her, I've seen, you know, I've been in, around enough like A-list celebrities now where you 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 see they have these entourages and teams and and crews around them. And, and sometimes there's people who who've just always been there mm. and are kind of these security blankets for the star. Um, and yet don't provide any services that you can discern. <laughs> and so that's really where um, we came up with Gail because I said, I think she's really this, the Kato Kalin figure who I guess, quote unquote, is the house manager, but I think her, her tasks like take 10 minutes a day and that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just, I don't know, just really made us laugh and, I remember saying to Tanisha, I think like she probably should always be in bathing suits. And, you know, we just I I, I really <laughs> I had Nisha's support in creating what I felt like was a really demented woman. And um, it was so much fun. And, you know, I think I think also there's a reality to that because I've seen it myself where um, you, you see these people and you're just like, who are you? And mm-hmm. is anyone questioning your paycheck? Yeah. <laughs> um and you know, but I provide this sense of history for the star and mm-hmm. this like security. It's interesting. I think uh, you know, living in Los Angeles, you do see a lot of those people. Or I have a lot of friends who are assistants to celebrity or nannies to celebrities. But not going back to housewives, when I meet people who are in their entourages, they're like just such a different. I don't know how to say this. Uh, usually, housewives tend to have a little bit of an entourage, but it's like a. A low, lower budget version of that. Does that oh. make sense? <laughs> yeah. None of them are getting paid. It's pretty low rent. Yes. <laughs> if you're part of the entourage of a reality star, that's a different, um, that's a different category. Yeah, I like, think Gail is living the fucking life. I mean, I, I kind of want her job. Um, mm-hmm. I think she's living the life and just like hoping nobody asks what she's up to. Right. Right. <laughs> Uh, there's also a lot of great music in the movie. There's a, a, a line where Tracy's character says there's only been five women over 40 to have a number one song. And I think she says only one of those women was a woman of color. And that bummed me out so much. I, I always say on this show, I wish people would support, especially on the radio, uh, country radio specifically within the past year has had an issue with playing women artists in general. Uh, but particularly women over a certain age, I feel like the radio doesn't support always. And it's just, uh, it's upsetting to me. I like that this I, movie kind of shined a light on that. Yeah, I totally agree. I think that, you know, again, I mean, we're talking about this with the housewives sort of flipping that script, but, but 
But in general, I think women are definitely sent the message and you see the show up with actors and art, musicians, et cetera, that we lose our currency as we age, that right. that we um, where, where men don't necessarily have that narrative, like a lot of times they're they can, they can actually gain currency and value as they age and 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 women receive the message that 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 we lose it. Um, and, you know again, with the exception of the housewives. But I do think that, that it's, it is a totally an important takeaway, especially because like, most women have so much more to offer as we get older sure. and so much more to say. So much um, more experience, so much more. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, I, th- I think that is, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. I think it is, it, it is an important takeaway and something like to, reflect on of course me i'm a grandma at heart like i don't listen to any new artists i only <laughs> listen to you know um the old stuff and um sure. i'm always so fascinated like lynn shelton who i had the, the privilege of working with really started her career in her 30s and and then it started to really gain traction later and and i'm i'm so um i don't know i'm, I'm so hopeful for that changing and for for people to really start understanding like most women, we, we really, we hit our prime later mm-hmm. and, and that's when like the, the good stuff actually happens. Right. Well, June, Diane, I know you have to run. So I, I want to wrap this up. Thank you so much. I am such a huge fan of yours, all of your work. I love you on grace. And frankly, I love that you're, when you talk about not taking it on, it's such a wonderful mantra. Um, <laughs> so thank you for that. Thank you so much. It's lovely to talk to you. you have a too. great day. Thank you so much. Take have care. a great day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. love decorating the house and getting furniture, but sometimes it could be overwhelming to design a space. And so luckily I'm here to tell you about a company called Cozy. Now Cozy is fantastic, a North American company that thoughtfully designs furniture made for modern living. Now Cozy strives to provide the best furniture shopping experience with elegant, super high quality products, plus fast delivery and easy assembly, which is really important to me because I do not like putting together furniture. So the easier, the better for me. Now Cozy offers a beautiful, customizable sofas and sectionals that are made to adapt in time. This means customers can add seats to the sofas over time. Maybe if you're extending your family, you might want more space on the couch. Cozy also offers a great range of coffee tables, washable rugs, wall shelving, credenzas, TV stands, and accessories. So much. It's thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living. There's an outdoor sofa and tables collection that is fantastic. It's called the Mistral. So you can choose the perfect sofa configuration for your outdoor setup. Uh, Cozy also opened its first retail space on Queen Street in Toronto to push the experience to the next level and allow customers to engage physically with the products. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com, spelled C-O-Z-E-Y, to start customizing your furniture today. Again, that's Cozy, C-O-Z-E-Y.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Well, to the strap, there's no 
burning